What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rowing Through Life. That sounded just like the last one, didn't it? I am consistent. <laughs> um, hey, so we're back with another topic of conversation here. Um, I don't exactly know what to name it, actually. I'm, I'm going to be blunt. Uh, some of you would probably call it grit. Some of you would call it drive. Um, we'll come up with a really fun, enticing title. Later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I... The way I wanted to approach this, and Nicole's going to approach it slightly differently, which makes it fun, is that I'm going to challenge the notion that you need to be an expert at something in order to excel in it. Um, so the, it's it's interesting, and this isn't a hard and fast rule, but I think it was Maxwell who, who coined the, the hour. He said it takes an average of 10,000 10, hours to be an expert in anything. And um, I think that's a, a great generalization. I'm not saying that he's wrong because there's probably a lot of things in life that you would it would take 10,000 hours to be an expert in. Um, but I think a lot of the times what happens is we put boundaries around our abilities or we say, ah, I'm not ready or ah, I'm not good enough to do this or, you know, um, we, we put limitations on ourselves that doesn't that basically doesn't allow us to to do anything. You know, we just stop. We look at we look at some daunting task or some goal, and then we start getting to the minutia or the small steps, and all of a sudden it's just kind of like, oh, there's no there's no way. I'm just not good enough to do that. Um, anyway, that that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Is one just overcoming that, and some examples and people that have overcome that in actually kind of funny ways and done <laughs> some crazy stuff. But yeah, did you want to add anything before we start no. doing that? No. Jump in. Uh, jump in. Okay. So, <clears throat> current current wise, uh, the the first the first person that that really comes to mind semi current is I was I was reading the the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss and he has a great story in there how he took a dare and with four weeks of prep he went into the the national Chinese kickboxing uh, competition. And uh, a long story short is that he had done some research and there were two technicalities that he found that allowed him to win. The first one was that you actually weigh in the day before. And so he cut down to like 160 something pounds and then went back up to 190 something pounds within a period of 48 hours. So he was competing a bunch of very much smaller guys. And then the second one is that where all these guys are abiding by the normal kickboxing rules, he found out that if you push your opponent out um, three times within the same round, that it's an automatic TKO. It's a, it's a, a knockout. And so basically all he did was in combination of weighing a lot more than these guys and pushing them out of a ring three times in one round he found himself the champion of chinese kickboxing um with four weeks of prep which is something that a lot of these like professionals were never able to achieve and here's some white guy who steps in and, and gets it done that was the first one that was super interesting to me and literally it was it was two areas of research that that he found in one 
Um, the second example is super current, and that is of uh, Elizabeth Sweeney, uh, the skier. My girl, that is my girl. <laughs> Nicole's a big fan. Um, who, uh, again, to to make it a slightly shorter story, is uh, now an Olympic skier in the halfpipe event, and she just competed over over the Winter Games. And basically, if if you know who I'm talking about or you saw it, she basically went down the halfpipe, did zero tricks just made sure she didn't fall and that was her entire run but what's crazy is her story because you look at her run and you go how did this woman make it into the olympics as a professional skier in the half pipe without doing a single trick how did she get there and it's this story of of her she's uh she was a berkeley grad and then um a harvard grad after that and basically through research, found a way to finagle her way. Um, she tried to compete for Venezuela first because that is of her mother's lineage and then ended up going to Hungary to compete, which is was her grandparents' lineage. And through going to enough, uh, they call them World Cups, uh, by attending enough of those and competing in, in ones that had less than 30 people, um, it allowed her to qualify for the Winter Games this year. And so um, there was a huge debacle about it. But but basically, the idea is that neither one of those people were expert. Neither one of those had put anywhere. Well, she may have been close to ten thousand hours an hour. She she spent about I think four years of prep, maybe skiing, but nothing compared to the ability of other people that prep for stuff like that. And both of them found their ways into you know extreme situations that are prominent that no one would ever you know, even dream of being able to accomplish. Um, so anyway, the, just two examples that kind of are, are, are proven to that point, but Nicole's going to kind of talk into this topic, which she is extremely passionate well, about. Well, first of all, just on the topic of the, the gal, honestly, I, I heard so many uh, comments afterwards, you know, or after her run or whatnot, that uh, we can't believe she was in the Olympics. We can't yeah. believe that you know yeah it's a mockery this is wrong and honestly my first thought was this is awesome like go girlfriend and the reason being is she works so hard at different things because she had a goal in mind Mm -hmm. and that was to get to the olympics she didn't cheat anybody at least i don't think so she didn't cheat anyone um and she came in last place so it's like she really didn't affect anyone else's scores right like it would have I don't know. Maybe I would have loved her more, though, if she would have placed higher. But anyway, I'm thinking she didn't affect anyone else's scores. If anything, she made everyone else look better. And this girl just had drive. I mean, you talk about, she's 33 years old. Talk about somebody who has tried to figure out, go through each door, every window, back door, front door, whatever it looks like. I mean, I give her a lot of credit because, first of all, she believed she could. If you see any of her interviews, it's actually really funny. You can probably YouTube YouTube them at this point, but you know, their interviews of <laughs> you know, how do you think you did? And she's like, Well, it just wasn't my best run and <laughs> and I don't know a lot about Winter Olympics. I don't plan to try and be an ex expert at all of this, but you know, I watched I watched her run, her little hop. And I thought, okay, girl, <laughs> at least you got the run. But there were no tricks. There were no spins. And, you know, she had mentioned something in one of the interviews I saw about, well, I can do this on water. I just hadn't mastered it yet in snow. And I'm thinking, oh, girl, I just love you because she believed she could. And guess what? She did. 
I mean, she got to the Olympics. She did what she had had gone for. Um, so I don't know. I I heard all the haters. I heard all the comments, and I thought, actually, I like this girl. Someone who believed in herself and was crazy enough to think she could, crazy enough to go as far as she did. I just think she deserves a high five. I like I like the girl. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It takes takes a lot of grit. I think I think the the main the main point that you know I'm taking from this that I that I struggle with and that, you know, we're encouraging you in is, is what, what limitations are you putting yourself, you know, on yourself, um, because you think of yourself as not qualified enough. Um, and, uh, I, I wouldn't say that I have a disorder in perfectionism, but, um, I like things to be done well, you know, which, you know, is, is a good quality sometimes. It's a great quality. Um, but it, but at the same time, it can be limiting. You know, I, I talked to uh, a young lady today who told me that um, she really likes watching makeup tutor- tutorials and that she just really enjoys makeup. She always has. And I asked her, I said, well, why don't you do your own? Like, why don't, why don't you do your own YouTube channel, do makeup? You, you do it every day anyway. Why don't you just, you know? publicize it and she oh no i i could never you know that'd be too embarrassing you know it's but i was like but would you want to and she's like yeah but i couldn't imagine sharing it or like i i would need fancier things i'd need a bigger camera and yeah and and here's the thing on that not to not to cut you off but the thing is you know if we live our life waiting until everything is perfect Mm -hmm. you know you hear this a lot um when you're about to have kids like you're never going to be ready. You hear that. Um, Paris and I waited five years. Um, but, but we, we came to a point where we're like, we're never going to have the amount of money or, you know, living in in Southern California, you know, maybe we won't own a home for several years. Um, but is that going to stop us from going after family and cultivating what we want to see in our future and what's holding us back? And honestly, I, I think, I think we do this too often where we try to have the perfect scenario, the perfect situation, you know, um, the, the right materials or words or expertise in something. And the truth is like, you're always growing, you're always learning, you're always being stretched, hopefully. And if you're afraid of failure, that in itself is failure. We have to fail in order to see our strength of getting from failure to I'm going to stand back up and I'm going to run again. One of the quotes that I just really love um, that I just remember reading a long time ago and thinking yes and amen to that was, you know, why aren't we running like we're on fire towards our wildest dreams? And you think about that like, why am I not running like I am on fire towards my wildest, scariest dreams that are inside of me? Because the truth is like we were created out of a dream. God had a dream and he spoke it into existence. And I believe that as human beings, we are meant to live in this dreaming place with God that we are supposed to go after the desires, even things that don't seem like a big deal. Like maybe this girl with the makeup tutorial, you know, maybe she's not saying I want to start a nonprofit and give back to the, the hungry children, but maybe she's like, I just think it's fun to watch makeup tutorials. Maybe inside of her, something would come alive if she got to do that. And then maybe Mm -hmm. something else would be burst out of that. Like, but you know, so often I feel like we're like, well, that's not really a big deal. It's kind of lame. My friends aren't really into it, but what if it's not about you? 
What if it's not even about your friends? What if it's about something greater and, and bigger than, than even at eyes view? You know, I just think there's so much emphasis on what if I fail or what if it doesn't work? But instead, we got to ask ourselves, but what if it does? What is the worst case scenario that could come out of this? I lose my job or I go broke for a month or I have to get a part-time job and figure out. And I think this is where grit comes in, mm. uh, which is, you know, a big thing for me. It's like, you know, you mess up. Cool. Figure out how to to fix that or to get up and move on. Or you fall down. You, you try to start a business and it fails. Well, hopefully you don't stay in this puddle of failure. Hopefully you're like, well, that business didn't start. Let's try again or let's try something else. You know, I think of all the people who um, first failed, but now they're really well known. You know, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know, uh, Walt Disney. I mean, he was fired from one of his jobs because his editor thought that he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. Yeah. And he went bankrupt seven times. And he went, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. Lots of stuff. It's like, holy moly. And now the world knows Disney. There's Disney movies and Disney characters and Disney everything. They own everything. Everything. And then I think of also just to, on that note, like Steven Spielberg was rejected by, you know, one of the schools, um, I think it was university of Southern California, um, in, uh, in arts, like multiple times. That's hilarious. Um, there's just so many people you think of Ford, Ford motors. I read this the other day, you know, he, he actually started a business before Ford and um, I think it was like Detroit Automobile Company and it went out of business in 1901 because there were um, complaints about the quality and the price of his vehicles. The next business he starts was Henry Ford Motors and it brought in like $1.49 billion of the revenue in 2015 for cars. And you, you know what I, what I asked myself? I'm like, oh, what lesson did he learn? Oh, he learn that from mistakes, you just try again. You don't give up or you don't say it must not be what's inside of me. You keep going after whatever it is inside of you, whatever sounds fun and whatever you just think about. And yeah, just whatever sounds fun. I think that's a good note to just what sounds fun. Yeah, for sure. I I think just to to recap too on all this is we, we are inundated. If, if you if you listen to any kind of, you know, motivational speakers, uh, Gary V, Les Brown, you know, all these guys, a lot of these guys point to the fact that, especially as entrepreneurs, um, you know, failure is a part of the uh, part of the thing. Yeah. But I think I think sometimes the when we list all these examples, Elizabeth Swaney, Tim Ferriss, you know, Spielberg, all that stuff, there there tends to be a disconnect in saying that yeah that's them yeah. but that's not me but th- that's that's the whole point is is it is you you know what i mean it's is if you have that desire like nicole's talking about that grit or that you know that dream or something that you want to go after that that really is you you have that goal you have that desire it may look differently but you being able to just go and start and and formulate your plan, but make sure you start. Don't just formulate. You take action in what you're doing. That that really is you. There is no disconnect between you and where these people came from. You know, um, I think that's a big deal. A lot of us project. We're like, ah, that was Walt Disney. You know, and we see them now. Well, ah, that's that's Gary Vee, and 
he preaches against that all the time based on where he came from. He just says, people ask him, Hey, how do I do this? He says, just start. And I yeah, think that's, that's, that's a, good one. that's a, that's a really big thing right there. You know, don't, don't worry about the fancy gear. Like Nicole said, um, just start. You have, you have the goal in mind. Start taking the small steps forward as small as they may be to just start and then figure it out and game plan as you go. But if, if you don't start, then it, it really won't happen. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I think that was a big one for me. The Lord gave Paris and I, um, the vision that this was going to be the year of content for us. And, um, you know, with his small, I won't say large, but small bit of perfectionism and, and my urgency and wanting things to look and feel and be right. We really had to come to this place where we're like, Lord, what do you want to do in this? And what sounds fun? Like, what what could be fun and what could be life-giving and yet what might inspire and encourage other people? And so a lot of what we're doing in 2018 is based off of that launching pad of kind of what the Lord spoke to us. But, you know, I also want to, um, I just want to highlight, you, you might be listening to this and you might be going, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I would totally go after my dreams and desires. I just don't know what they are. And someone once said to me, they said, well, what makes you mad? What makes you happy? What gets you excited? What frustrates you? And they asked me those questions. They said, therein lies your passion. Therein lies what you get, you know, the, one of the desires. Not that it's the only one. You can have, I believe you can have multiple. But there it is. You'll, you'll start to find and unwrap and reveal what it is inside of you. But also I think that as we, um, Psalm 37 out of the Bible says, you know, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And I really believe that because as we abide in him and he abides in us and as we um, share with him in relationship, not religion, if you're listening to this and you're used to just like weird religion where God is like a baseball ump and he's like, trying to strike you out like that's that's not the god i'm talking about i'm I'm talking about relationship with jesus christ that as we abide in him and we delight ourselves in christ jesus alone he will start to reveal the desires he will he will give you if you if if you're listening you're like i don't have any desires how do i get some of those (laughs) he'll give you the desires of your heart and um, there's another scripture i I just i want to share because i feel like it's really important is Ephesians 3.20, um, which says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. I mean, that's pretty incredible. There is a power and a work within you that is waiting to be activated. It's waiting to be launched. It's waiting to be seen and known. And and he wants to do immeasurably more than what you could even imagine. So, I mean, honestly, like, think about something right now that you could imagine doing. Like, oh, that could sound fun. Now, God wants to do immeasurably more than that. Like, that's wild to me. So, if you're listening and you're like, oh, what are they talking about, dreams and desires? Honestly, I just, I encourage you with that. God wants to do more in your life. You you are not meant to be born, to work, to get by, and to die. That is not why you were put on this earth. You were born for such a time as this, to go after the dreams and desires in your hearts, even if you have yet to see them. And you are to go 
go after them with passion and zeal. And I don't care if you don't think you have passion or zeal or you're a certain way or you've been put in a box because of your personality. That's baloney in my mind. You go after things. You believe like that Olympian girl. What's her name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. You go after things believing like I'm going to do this and I don't care who thinks what. I'm going to go after this and I'm going to have fun doing it. I just I love that about her. Yeah. Yeah. Serious. You guys have we all have a great father um, who who believes in you and has put those desires in your heart. So. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think the last thing is, you know, a lot of us will say, well, one day, and I'd like to propose to you, how about day one? Instead of saying one day, how about it's day one? And start small and go big. You don't have to go big and start, you know, but start small and go big with all your heart. And yeah, and and, and if you don't have that, like, thing that you want to go after, honestly, just ask after this podcast, like, just ask God, God, what have you put in me? Who have you created me to be? How am I supposed to make an impact on the earth in this very short life that is going to impact eternity? And he'll tell you, I believe that he'll tell you that. Um, God speaks to his kids. The, the word says that his sheep hear his voice. So I believe he will speak to you and it might be a whisper and it might be audible and it might just be a sense and it might just be a feeling. It might be a picture or a reminder, but God will speak to you as you begin to ask him, Lord, show me the desires of my heart. So um, we hope that you are encouraged that you have a little bit more inspiration and belief in yourself that you're amazing. You're created to do incredible things. Don't get caught up in what people say or do or what people are doing around you. You just go after those desires and dreams like you are on fire. You run. Boom. Amen. Hashtag (laughs) one day, day one. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Wednesday.